0: Berry Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
1: All right, welcome back. We are kicking along on this Tuesday morning, and then to iron out a few creases there. Uh, let's go to the open line again. Ryan, thanks for holding on, mate. You can have your say this morning. Go for it. Yeah, well, um,
0: obviously being in Las Vegas, they I assume there should be American commentators uh, commenting along with ours. Which last names do you think would be the biggest challenge or the most fun for them to say? Because I love my NASCAR, I love my v Supercars, and I love yeah. Shane Van Gisbergen. again. Which last names in the NRL do you think will be the most fun to hear them say? <laughs> well,
1: did you did you hear them pronounced Jason Saab when they were talking to him? They they sort of went half Saab, half Sab. So Aib almost ended up being, I'll play you in that in just a sec. You've got us thinking. Um, Let me have a think, Ryan. But you're right about Shane Van Gisbergen too. I mean, it's not that hard to say. And it's not that, you know, most difficult spelling of all time. It is right there. Shane, second, and then Van, and then Gisbergen. And they just, when he went over last year, as you remember, Ryan, they could not get it right. They just couldn't spit it out. Um. however they're going to learn it pretty quickly he finished on the podium in the Xfinity series and he'll be fighting for race wins so they'll figure it out very quickly but it's a good one hey Charles why don't we have a listen to part two or another part of the Jason Saab interview this is actually more from the the two hosts on the sports show and the uh, on the Vegas channel that he appeared on he, he didn't really get too much of a word in
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, the Super Bowl is coming gone. Now, a different sport taking over Allegiant Stadium. The National Rugby League is ready to roll into Las Vegas, of course. Uh, kickoff is coming up this weekend. This is going to be so much fun. And Jason, appreciate you being Jason Sab is here. And Jason, we appreciate you being here. One of the stars of the Sea Eagles. And Ron, I'm excited about this because it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, this is going to be a fun sport out there. <laughs> when you think about what goes on here, no timeouts, no blah. I mean, it's just, it's just a brutal sport. It is. It is. Do these games are these important games? These games count, don't they? Yep,
1: yep, yep. So these. This games, is like
0: bringing the NFL over to Australia, and they would count. Exactly, these games are yeah. going to count. So here.
1: They're, they're not exhibition matches. They're not friendlies. They're um are for two points. You play for two points every game. You win.
0: Well, Jason, good luck. Have fun this weekend in Las Vegas. Not your first time here, but enjoy yourselves. So and I know perfect, the fans yeah. are excited about this sport. Hey, and you got Russell Crowe to kind of promote it for
1: you, right? Yeah, yeah. Russell Crowe <laughs> versus Hugh Jackman. So <laughs> South versus uh, Manly. So it'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> The poor bugger, he didn't get a word in. Good on you, Ryan. Thank you for that call. So uh, remember, folks, the challenge this morning, I'm going to put you in the chair where where Jason Saab was. If you, if you can take the time to give me a call and explain rugby league to me, then go for your life. And I'll play the role there. I'll, tr- I'll try and give you more of a chat time, but I'll play the role there of, um, of the American anchors there. And and try and throw some curly questions at you. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is that open line number? And of course we've got a Signet Boost power bank to give away to the best caller. Matty, how many North Sydney supporters do you reckon will cheer on the Bears as the Perth Bears? None. They'd be better off relocating to Wollstonecraft and get a foot massage on your day off. <laughs> After the tickling and the pain, you'll feel like you're walking on air. Foot massage, hopeless in in foot massage territory. Tony, I'm I'm too ticklish, mate. Just don't like it. Um and I'll get back to the bears in just a sec. In fact, why don't we discuss that with Scotty Bailey from AAP Sport who is on the line. Morning Scott. Morning Matty, how you doing? I'm good, thanks, mate. Hey, what's your drill? You're about to are you flying out this morning? Uh yeah, the savo, but yeah, obviously a few hours before
0: into the airport. So yeah, uh on the way to the okay. airport in just a moment to head off
1: to who knows what we're gonna say over the next week or so, Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a challenge for you, I mean, I'm sure you've seen and heard the jason Saab thing, so can you yep. can you pretend that I'm an American host who doesn't know anything about rugby league? Where would you start if yep. i said just explain- explain what the game is to me yeah good good question uh i guess it's you know <laughs> similar
0: is to the n f l uh instead of um you get you get uh six really uh six What's the, I thought it was meant to six, downs. Um, down 6 You've got six downs, handed over if you don't get rid of the ball by the six. Uh, the object is to score a touchdown in that time. We call, we call it a try in our sport. You get six, uh, four points of that. Then you get a conversion kick to make it six points. Uh, it's two halves of 40 minutes, and you pass the ball backwards rather than forwards. And from there, you'll work out yourself. There's no helmets, no pads, That you know that's the basis of the game.
1: Yep, that's a good one. You, you've done better than what I reckon I would have done, mate. I would have tripped over at the first part, you know, trying to explain the downs and, and all that kind of stuff. It's it's the follow-up questions that I reckon are the killers. So then if I'm sitting in the chair, i go, hey, but Scott, um, a halfback, is he half the size of a fullback?
0: <laughs> no, he is not. Uh, he's effectively your quarterback. Uh, but he doesn't touch the ball on every play, or you know he touches the ball on a lot of plays, and not every play. But he's your main creative player who is trying to, I guess, get the ball over the line. Uh, but it's funny oh. you say that, Matty, because like I spent a lot of time in the last week talking to people in the states and uh, how we can, you know, promote this game and how we can get this game to work over there. And a lot of them say to me, like, you've got to speak in American language, like you, you've got to sell mm-hmm. the product to them as what they know. Like if we we're selling you know, canned tuna in in Western Europe, Eastern Europe, or something, we'd, we'd put it in the local language. We wouldn't put it in English, would we, on the shelf? So yeah. you've kind of got to do the same to an American audience. And, um, you know, there's no point telling them uh, that our game is better than yours because that doesn't sell to an American market. Hey, you've got the NFL and, or gridiron. I know it's your favourite sport, but turns out our sport's better because we don't wear hats or, uh, hats or helmets. Like, that's mm. not exactly going to win them over. You can You can use that as one of your selling points, you've got to sell the game to them in their language first and then explain it as a difference. That, that seems to be the resounding message I'm getting from people over in the States.
1: Yeah, really good point. And remember, we we tried that um, that style of campaign when we went to Adelaide with State of Origin and tried to tell the, the state of South Australia that our game was better than the game that they focus on, which is AFL, and that didn't go down too well. Um, let us do a question yesterday, Scotty. I'd like your opinion on this too. So we've got the Vegas adventure going on. <coughs> we've got you know the possibility of the NRL America League. We've got the Super League investment. We've got Port Moresby, you know, Papua New Guinea, um, the Bears. All all this stuff going on. I'll take the Bears out of it because all the other stuff going on is essentially internationally focused. And I posed hmm. the question yesterday: Is the NRL um, so so you know gung ho about spreading its wings that it's that it's in danger of taking its eye off the ball at home. And then I heard and saw the NRL ad campaign for this season back here about focusing on the me and yous, the the footy fans who Mm -hmm. who sit in front of the telly and who buy their subscriptions and get their memberships. And I went, you know what? They've nailed it here, I reckon. So where do you see this international footprint and the push to go there, whether it's up north or over to America or investment in Super League? versus where the game is at right here and, and the investment back home?
0: So I know last week uh, was the Aerial Commission's AGM um, and at that meeting, uh, there was you know, a little media briefing to the side and, and Peter Valambi and Andrew Abdo walked into our briefing and essentially the first thing they said to us was um, the game is looking at expansion on three fronts and not necessarily expansion in terms of adding teams, although at least one of those is you know adding a team in terms of PMG if that goes ahead. But... They're looking to the west towards America and, and trying to grow gambling money over there and broadcast, You know, Essentially, if you can increase your viewership of the NRL there and increase your viewership of the NRL in the UK, and you know, obviously it's a different matter, but you, you can you know, grow your revenue there. They're looking to invest east through Papua New Guinea and the Pacific, and uh, obviously Papua New Guinea is every chance of being the A-team team. I, I did a story last week, which was talk of New South Wales Rugby League, at least, are looking at having um, you know, Fiji, Samoa and Tonga in the New South Wales Cup. Eventually, Fiji are the closest, obviously, of the team in the lower grades. And then they look at expansion on the home front and from a pure business sense. That's in you know, acquiring hotels and, and building up a property portfolio uh, that, you know, in turn, brings money into the game that they can then use on. Everything, you know, and obviously a key talking point is um, pathways and and in the bush and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's their mm. business model at the moment. Um, whether you can effectively do all three at once while also, you know, running the game at uh, at a level, you know, at, at the elite level in Australia is a challenge. But they certainly feel they can do it, and that's the way that at least they're looking at it at the moment. And then whether mm. you know how how well we go in America, that's a whole other question, isn't it? I don't think anyone really knows how. How how it's going to plan out it sorry pan out over there but uh, yeah at least this is a five year deal so they they're going to go back there time and time again which is certainly different to previous ventures to the states where we've had the Denver test or the 1987 Origin or you know just random the 2004 test match Australia played over there where they sort of go there once and they don't return for a while and there's no real follow up so um, yeah they they are at least giving themselves a chance with Vegas to make it work whether it does or not is a yeah who really knows.
1: Yeah, and I reckon to be fair that they're ticking all the boxes that you, I reckon you would you would probably start asking the question if it didn't go that well this weekend. And like you say, we don't know, but I reckon one of the questions would be, you know, okay, did we promote it properly? Did we have the right footprint? Because what I'm thinking is there's no point coming back after this weekend saying, geez, I wish we were on Fox 1 in America. Well, they've already done that mm. deal. Or geez, I wish we, you know, we did the promotion better where we had, you know, players on local sports stations. Well, they've done that. As well, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I reckon that there'll be there'll be fewer things to fine tune than than what we would normally expect. I think, which is a which is a really good outcome. Um. So what's your what's yeah, your deal, mate? I, what's your plan? How do you how do you attack your, your flight over there? Are you a good flyer? Are you just going to go to sleep? What, what's your rundown on the on the flight process?
0: Uh, so just quick, going back to last one. I think the most important mm-hmm. thing isn't necessarily this weekend. It's what happens in the 52 weeks between now and next year. So. You know, they get a bit of interest this weekend, but can they convert that into viewers? Whether it becomes they want to make money out of the watch channel or Lapp. so you know, do they have to make that free over there so people then stay connected and then come back next year and get a groundswell of some kind of interest in rugby league over there. But anyway, your question, uh, my slice. I am a worker on planes. I like knocking over five or six hours of work while I'm on there because I think it's dead time. And if I can use that five or six hours of work, it gives me five or six hours when I land to go do some, uh, sightseeing or or things like that or whatever the interests are. I mean, we all know some interests are in Vegas. But I wouldn't mind trying to get to the Grand Canyon, even if I could pull that off. I don't know if I will, but my point is, if, I always think if I can knock over six, seven hours of work on a plane, that's uh, a few hours when you get there that you've got up your sleeve. So I'll probably do a bit of work and then I will hopefully get some sleep. So I've got some energy about me when I uh, hit the ground there but Tuesday morning, effectively <laughs> this time <laughs> once I land because of time zone. So yeah. yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So if if would choose over there. So it'll be great. Um I am very much looking forward to it. It'll be very different to other trips I've done for sport. I'm usually on cricket tours, so this will be a very different trip. Um, but I can't wait for it. It's gonna be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, mate. Hey, thanks for your time today. I'm sure you've got everything sorted. Enjoy the trip and uh if we don't touch base over there we'll certainly speak to you when we uh when we get you back here in Oz. Thanks, Scotty. Sounds good, thanks Matty. Have a good day. Scott Bailey from AAP Sport um, all over it and very, very generous with his time. So safe travel, Scott. Appreciate it, mate. Don't forget you can win weekly prizes, a major prize of an NRL grand final experience thanks to our brand of hot water that comes on steady, hot and strong Ream. Just visit nrltipping.sen.com.au. Back after this.